We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Everybody, what's up? Welcome into Best on the Board, presented by BetMGM. Michael Beller here with you. Wednesday, March 30th, we continue our daily march on to the final four. We've got some new topics to discuss with you here today on this episode of Best on the Board. Joining me to do it, though, a very familiar voice, Austin Mock. Austin, it's the like it, we we talked about this at the start of the tournament, right? That we get the we get the. Uh, the bracket on selection Sunday, and then it's like, oh, all right, all right, Thursday, 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 just get here. Sort of feels the same way with the Final Four. Not quite that like sixteen game, sixteen game, but the Final Four has been set since Saturday or since Sunday afternoon, and we have to wait all the way till Saturday. And it's like, oh my god, it's just Wednesday. We're like halfway there. This is this is taking forever. Uh, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. Yeah, it's 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 interesting you you bring that up. It is a very uh, similar parallel to mm-hmm. it because like. It's different. Like I feel like the first round because there's so many games. Like you're like you're anticipating the like greatness of mm-hmm. the you know 16 games on each day, and you know we get the little teaser with the first four. But man, like this final four is loaded. Um, it I I you know I joked on Monday when we talked that like I was kind of disappointed that there was no like you know unfamiliar face when we had a chance uh, to get one, actually t- a chance to get four really. Yeah, and <laughs> like. It's tough because now I'm sitting here like, man, this Duke UNC game, it's going to be fantastic. It like, really is. It, you know, it's like <laughs> I, I, I've gone like I keep going back and forth like, man, this 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 is tough. Like, I wish there was better or, or at least someone new in. But now I'm like, man, like even like I was joking with a friend, like 10 percent of the headlines are Kansas Villanova. And it's basically Justin Moore will not play like mm-hmm. he's out. Like, that's all that's said about that game. And then it's like, all right, let's talk about Duke UNC because <laughs> that's. That's what everybody wants to hear. It just it should be fantastic. I can't wait. <clears throat> I mean, it's just it's it, it's so great. It's so great, and you, you can't like you understand why people cheer against Duke. But man, like what a what an awesome story for this Final Four, and then Kansas Villanova on the other side. Just it, it's awesome. It, it's so much fun, uh, and we're really uh, excited for it. Maybe part of the reason it feels uh, particularly interminable this year is the fact that you know we're going on. 96 hours about uh, of having these lines available to us and there's been close to no change there's been a little bit of change from where they literally opened on sunday afternoon but we've been talking kansas minus four and a half 132 and a half the total on that game duke minus four and a half 151 and a half the total on that game we've been talking those numbers for three days now when you and i sat down to do our monday episode that's what it was and here we are now on wednesday and it is still kansas minus four and a half 132 and a half duke minus four and a half 151 and a half and so going back to that monday episode you know i asked you 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 talked about you know maybe waiting the market out on both of these games just seeing if it moved in one way or another at this point now that we are here 48 hours later from when we talked about that are you are you firing? Are you saying all right? Like this this is what it is, or, or are there either side, either game where you're tempted to let it go a little bit longer and see if things might move in your direction? 
Yeah, I, I have taken a little bit of North Carolina um, <clears throat> at, at plus four and a half, minus one ten. So, you know, it's some places it's gone up a little bit. Again, I, I really just don't see it getting the five. I mean, if it does, it'll be really late, like might even be like Saturday afternoon type of thing where people are just like the limits are super high and like mm-hmm. people are, it's kind of like the Super Bowl, like. You hear all these Super Bowl bets like Sunday morning or like Saturday night of the Super Bowl, and like everybody who has tons and tons of money is just like, "Yeah, I'll throw like 50k on this game." Like, <laughs> you, we'll see a ton of those. Like, this is like the closest, maybe not like these individual games, but like March Madness is the closest thing to like Super Bowl betting mm-hmm. in terms of like just recreational sure. people getting involved. So, I, I don't think there's going to be any movement really. Like, <clears throat> we've kind of seen this Kansas total like. I know people have asked me because I, I have a slight lean to the over if, if anything's going to happen there. I just I think people are like I think that also is hurting the Kansas Villanova moving is the is the more injury like who's really like rushing to bet this game at this price, either of the like the total spread, any of it with more being equi- uh, uh, being out. And you care. could even say like a Gillespie injury like. Is that like I know that's for me? It's basically deterred me from really getting involved. Are, are you in the same boat there with with Villanova and Kansas because of the more injury? Yeah, I have nothing. I have nothing on that game just yet. And yeah, like, I feel I feel pretty good about Kansas winning this game. I think Kansas is the, the better team. I think Kansas is even with Justin Moore. I think Kansas is just a little bit better of a team. I think without Justin Moore, they're going to be able to. Um, impress their pace upon the game, and I, again, I, w- I think that they would have done that uh, even with more in there. And this is a game that you know, so often we see games that you know the the statistics and the metrics suggest to us there is going to be a stylistic pace based clash. And because of the way teams actually play when they face off against one another, and because of you know the the thirty plus games that they have played that have led them to those stats, it doesn't always play out like that exactly. This is a matchup that is going to play out like that. You know, the Villanova is so disciplined and so good in how they play. They're not going to be forced out of that unless a team is good enough to force them out of that. In Kansas, you could say the same thing about them. And so this game really is going to come down to, I think, who can impose their pace on the game. And I think that you know, Kansas is just the better team with more athletes, with more shot makers, that they're going to be able to do that. And I think that holds true with or without more, even more so without more. But having said all that, I still the the four and a half uh, does intimidate me just a little bit because of the uh, because of the know how of Villanova's team, because of Jay Wright, because of the fact that Villanova is a team that makes late shot clock threes uh, against good defense, against bad defense, against middling defense. No matter what, it's a team that shoots free throws very very well. Like they, there are a lot of paths to Kansas winning this game, winning what I've called a few times on this show an arm's length game where they're not running away with it, but they're not exactly threatened, and it still ends up being like sixty. 4 to 60 at the end of the day and Villanova stays within the four and a half so all that wrapped up has me not yet firing on Kansas but I gotta say like like I, <laughs> I'm not I'm not one of the 50k betters but I could certainly be someone who's sitting there on Saturday saying like am I really not gonna have a play on this game like I just keep coming back to the fact that I think Kansas is the better team and the four and a half number while it scares me a little bit it still feels fair and so ultimately I do I do see myself having some Kansas money on this game yeah, it's funny you bring up a good point. <clears throat> Definitely in the Michigan and the Houston game, <clears throat> Villanova obviously one of like they're literally going to break the record for best free throw percentage in a season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they they still have the mark after what they go fourteen of fourteen against Houston. Like, <clears throat> if we assume here 
that they're winning or they're losing because of the more injury, like you're not going to have that boost at the end of games, right? right. Like <clears throat> I think that's part of the, re- I mean, Villanova Houston game was different, but like the Michigan game, definitely like it's so hard to come back on them. Like if basically if they like, I always think of it kind of like if they submit you into like the final minutes of them in a lead, like you better yeah. hit your shots because they're not going to give you, <laughs> you're not getting, you're not getting points uh, yep. taken off the board on yeah. there when they're they're like a they're like away. a baseball team with a ridiculous seventh eighth ninth inning reliever. It's like the Royals that year, yeah, like yeah, the, right? when they were in yeah. the World Brewers Series like, from a couple of years ago. Yeah, exactly. it was like three straight. I mean, a lot of teams now have bullpens like that, but uh-huh. like it seemed like those Royal teams, Royals teams with what Holland, um, I forget the, who the eighth Wade, uh, Wade, uh, Wade Davis, Davis, right? Yeah, and, and then uh, <clears throat> oh my god. Uh, Kelvin Herrera. Kelvin Herrera, yeah. yes. Like, they were – it was like, oh, well, <laughs> got to the seventh. It's over. Uh, uh-huh. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. It, 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 it seems like it's, – it's kind of a Kansas or nothing for me. That's I, I went ahead and, you know, Monday's episode, you can go listen to it. I, I bet Kansas at plus 180 to win the, mm-hmm. uh, win the title because that's kind of just hedging the four and a half. And I think that, you know, basically Duke is sucking some value out of the market there. So that's my way of having action – um, we'll see what happens mm-hmm. on Saturday. I'm the same kind of way, like before the game, like, eh, let's see what I can do here. But uh, as of right now, just going with Kansas, I think the market prices are pretty, or uh, just going with North Carolina, the market prices are pretty good outside of that one. <clears throat> yeah, well, let's uh, let's go a little bit further down that uh, down that road with Kansas. Uh, you you, met, you did talk about it a little bit on Monday, and you sort of just uh, you know, hinted at the, the big points. But uh, it's Duke plus 160, Kansas plus 180. This is where we actually have seen a tiny bit of movement when we talked about this on Monday. UNC was plus 500. Villanova was plus, I want to say, 450. Now Villanova's plus 500, and UNC's plus 475. So basically, the market has just flipped those two teams while keeping Duke and Kansas at the numbers they were at. So Kansas at plus one eighty. This is something I'm on as well. Uh, but what has you on that on, on that number for Kansas? Yeah, I, I just think it's mostly the Duke uh, is pulling too much value. I, like Duke is the undervalue. Like I had a tiny bit of value towards North Carolina at the that that plus five hundred. Not even, like tiny. I mean like point one percent. So like mm-hmm. nothing that you're going to get involved with. Um, <clears throat> and then Villanova was a couple percent uh, under. At like 16, 16%, or sorry, right on market again, 16%, um, <clears throat> with, with at the, the 475. And Duke, like the, these markets are, you know, like 8% extra into it. So, like, yep. this is how this is how they make their money, right? This is how the sports books make their money. So, Duke is really, I said this on Monday, I'll say it again today. I, I think Duke and Kansas are basically even, and I have Kansas slightly better than them. And we look at the implied money lines of this game and it's the same so they Kansas and Duke have the same chance to advance here and I just can't see the Duke Kansas game being anything other than like at worst in the market Kansas plus one which I my model would disagree with Mm -hmm. because I would make Kansas probably minus one so you know that's just strictly just straight up a value play here for me at, at plus 180 like I think Kansas is better than Duke they both are implied to have the better chance. In my opinion, I think Duke has the tougher game to advance. I, like, you know, I bet North Carolina because I think four and a half is too many points in this game. So it's just basically like Kansas had the breaks in the Midwest region and it's still continuing as we are in the final four. You know, obviously, the Justin Moore injury being the big factor there because if Moore's not in, this is two at most, I would assume. I, I can't mm-hmm. imagine Villanova is, you know, 
worse than yeah. that. Like I think I think I there's agree. definitely been they're an dogs, but they're not bigger than that. Yeah, like I think two is the absolute max. Like if you even told me it was one, I'd believe it. But that's strictly what it is. I think I think the market is basically implying that Kansas and Duke are equal, and North Carolina and Villanova are equal. We're kind of seeing the Villanova North Carolina that you said the flip flop there in the futures market. Um, haven't seen it with Kansas and Duke, and mm-hmm. I strictly think the the books are just liable to Duke futures here, and that's why Duke's getting shaded <clears throat> shaded at the plus one sixty. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Let's wrap up this episode with a look at uh, some exact result bets. These were posted on BetMGM about 24 hours ago. Uh, Duke, Kansas, obviously, is the favorite here at plus 275. That's Duke over Kansas. Kansas over Duke. The flip side, plus 350. Kansas over UNC, plus 500. Duke over Villanova, plus 550. And then you get into the Villanova and UNC championship odds. And obviously, things you know fall off a cliff and then st- uh, stabilize from there. Villanova winning a championship. UNC winning a championship. Those are all within you know, a standard deviation or so of one another. So these are mostly just, you know, fun, exotic bets that maybe uh, you, you have a little bit of fun with. It's it's hard enough to predict uh, the outcome of one game, let alone two games, let alone three games. So, you know, it gets, it gets a little bit uh, dicey, and these really are more, they're called exotics for a reason. This is just something to have a little bit of fun with. Um, is there anything in this that just the numbers suggest to you is a little bit off? Can you, like, can you find an edge anywhere here? Yeah, so this kind of goes into the like where it, 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 they're all derivatives, right? Mm-hmm. So you can basically take your your market ratings and, and figure out all of these. And, and using the spreads, you know, Kansas and Duke are going to be kind of similar. Using my model again, I think Kansas has the advantage there. Like I said, if I'm betting them at plus one eighty, I'm probably going to have some value on some of their numbers um, in in the market and. I make I make the Kansas over North Carolina plus four seventy three, so plus five hundred right now has some value. That's probably enough, not enough for me to really get involved. Um, I'm not like that's just not that interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested though in the inverse, uh, North Carolina over Kansas at plus eleven hundred. I think that I make that like plus six sixty. Um, I think there's a much higher chance. Obviously, this I am I am higher on market than on higher on North Carolina than the market. So mm-hmm. this isn't a shock here. I'm not going to have an edge on Duke or anything like that. I'm not going to really have an edge on Villanova, but like I said, you're betting. I think Kansas is, is undervalued to advance to the championship. I think they're undervalued to win it. So in these markets, it's going to be the same thing that you're looking for in the futures market or what your spread. Like if you like a side in one of these games, you're probably going to have an edge in one of these. And I think I think it really comes down to you're just Duke is taking too much of the market here, and I'll again go back to like North Carolina to beat Kansas is <clears throat> priced the same as Villanova to beat North Carolina. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I just I'm just not I, I just can't get there. Uh, that doesn't that one doesn't make sense to me. So I I, I really think this North Carolina to beat Kansas at plus eleven hundred is where of all these exact matchups is, is where the value lies. <clears throat> 
Let me ask you this, just because you know you're the you are the uh, certainly the stats expert on this show. So just taking North Carolina and looking at their matchup with Duke, plus one fifty five on the money line, you would uh, assume that it would be about the same, right, against Kansas. Um, is there any like obviously it's not that's not that's not going to pay out plus eleven hundred <laughs> if you yeah. if you take the plus one fifty five <laughs> and then let that ride on another plus one fifty five. But is there any any in any where in any way that you do it is like the is the reduced risk of just making the one bet and then being able to double it that double down on it if you want to is there is there does that is there anything about that that you find attractive or anything there that that enters into the modeling at all yeah usually like so a lot of times there's the like you can money ga- uh money line parlay like rolling through like sometimes there like a lot of this actually happens quite a bit if but it's you know you do inherit some risk in the sense of like i thought about doing this with kansas um you know take kansas money line they're minus 165 right now uh open a parlay keep one slot open and then whoever kansas plays in the championship game uh take their money line again because if you're getting duke you know i personally think that duke's probably going to be like i i am assuming the market is going to keep overrating duke so i'm gonna you know could get like a maybe a plus 100 plus you know Mm -hmm. 105 which the minus 165 and say like plus 105 you're you're getting odds at 230 right but you also have to factor in that they could be you know minus 165 again against north carolina and then you're at you know plus 157 so like you have to balance out the the cost there so that's what i usually look i don't look at like just taking one win you know or or like betting them on the money line and then betting the money line again it would be Mm -hmm. a parlay um, to kind of get similar to the future odds in a way. Um, it's just tough. Like that's not beneficial to me because I'm, I'm undervaluing North Carolina. So it'd be better for me to just like bet Kansas to win it all. And then bet Villanova or sorry, North Carolina over, um, Mm -hmm. uh, Villanova or North Carolina over Kansas at Kansas, plus yeah. eleven hundred. Like right. that, you know, this is like these all these exotics. I mean, you bring up a good point. Like the money line parlay, I thought about doing that with Houston because I thought Houston would be undervalued at the beginning of the tournament. Um, so you just keep opening a parlay spot and adding one more, and you just you know run it up, and and you can get some favorable things. But in the essence of say like Duke, you probably got kind of shafted because Gonzaga lost. Right. So, you know, you went from possible like Duke was probably going to be a dog mm-hmm. to Gonzaga, you know, and you were getting those odds baked into your parlay. And then all of a sudden Duke's, you know, a decent sized favorite against Arkansas. So those are the things you have to weigh. You kind of, you know, there's a bunch of parlay ca- calculators online. You can put in what you think the lines are going to be um, and, and kind of figure out where you want to risk. But that that's kind of where I target uh, the things when I'm doing these, any futures really in like this bracket type of thing. Um, but definitely when it comes to these exact, to these exact outcome ones, you know, is it beneficial for me to just take Kansas to win it all and Villanova mm-hmm. to, to beat them? Like that's probably the route I'd go over, over uh, Kansas, Kansas and, and UNC to beat them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah. like, like it's kind of like, I don't, there's obviously a chance Villanova wins right against Kansas. Mm-hmm. But like it, it's it's an uphill battle. So like, mm-hmm. basically, what I would do is like compare my North Carolina to beat Kansas at plus eleven hundred uh, uh, edge versus North Carolina to just win it all edge. And it's like, all right, what's bigger? You could split them. You know, you can do whatever you want to kind of throw your risk around. But um, 
that, that's, it's basically just whatever you are comfortable risking and, and, you know, don't overextend yourself in, mm-hmm. by any means. Like, you know, I'm already on uh, North Carolina plus four and a half. Um, you know, like, I don't want to be like on them plus four and a half on their money line on them to win it all on them to beat yeah. Kansas, you know, so you gotta, you gotta <laughs> right, pick right. and choose where you're going there. So, um, yeah. but in that exact market, I think that North Carolina to beat Kansas at plus 1100. Like if, if you do think Duke is overrated, like, I think that is the, that is the number, um, to go. And I have like a slight one with North Carolina over, um, Villanova, but it, it's so small that like, this is like, I really mm-hmm. just think like you just have to bet against Duke. Cause I think Duke is, is just, overpriced right now because of the really the narrative and and the liability when we say we're going to break these things down from every single angle we mean we're going to break them down from every single angle i mean we still have to really lock in i mean we talked about it a lot you can see where we're headed but we're still got a lot still got to lock in all these picks that we're making this week and we're going to do that when we come back to you on friday that's going to do it for this episode of best on the board for austin i am michael beller thanks so much for listening good luck happy betting we'll talk to you soon